Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Ephesians Verse by Verse, brought to you by co-founder of Telios, Dr. William Stewart. This captivating podcast will not only teach you the book of Ephesians, which tells us so much about Christ and his mission, as well as our Christian walk, but it will teach you how to study the Bible so you can have confidence in what you learn. Episodes will provide key points for each important verse of the book of Ephesians. Thanks for joining us on this exciting biblical journey. Hello, I'm William Stewart, co-founder of Telios. Welcome back to our verse-by-verse study on the book of Ephesians. We're in a very fascinating section, really describing our Christian walk in chapter 4, but it's giving the foundation of our Christian walk inside uh, the church. So we learn at the beginning of the chapter that Christians <clears throat> are described actively to be unified, both in our love for each other and doctrine, all based on the salvation given to us through Christ. Uh, <clears throat> Christ did this so he could fill all in all. At the end of chapter 10, everything's filled with him. And so to accomplish this, we come to verse 11. Now, I think there's probably going to be a little controversy here uh, in terms of how this is interpreted. I'll try to give both sides and, and my opinion. Uh, as we go through the passage. <clears throat> so, and you'll have to make up your own mind out of faith. So verse 11 says, And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. So coming off verse 10 to fill all in all, this is how he accomplished it. Now, it's um, important that in the original language of the scripture, in the Greek, uh, a tense is used here, gave, uh, in the eras, <clears throat> which is a one-time giving, um, almost a completed action. If any of you know Slavic languages like uh, Polish or Russian, it, it's almost like a perfective tense. So it, it's not a, a continual type of action. It's a, what's often called punctiliar or one-time action. And so in this one-time action, and uh, probably again related to the past by context, he gave some as apostles. So apostles, of course, were the 12 initial uh, leaders of the church that were taught by Christ personally, and they were the first leaders of the church, as we see in the book of Acts. Uh, they were not repeated. Uh, there's nothing to indicate after the original 12, there were more apostles. They also then gave some as prophets. Now we know that many of the apostles <clears throat> and Christ himself were prophets that, that told the future. They were named prophets and uh, were also authors of New Testament books. There seem to be other prophets like uh, Barnabas and Silas from um, uh, Acts 13. Uh, there's another meaning of the word prophecy. It literally means to tell before. But the a preposition there, pro, before to speak in the Greek, meant either in place or time. So not all prophecy is related to telling the future, but foretelling God's message. And I think that's what these prophets were, again, related to the early church along with the apostles. There, there are other um, comments in non-biblical texts from the second generation Christians that there were many prophets in the church. Otherwise, people 
who were uh, perhaps that God matured early uh, to be able to tell his message to the church in the oral tradition before uh, we had the Bible and these words were written down. So they seem to carry on an important function on the church. Uh, we do not know that there are prophets still in the uh, epistles, in non-historical sections of the epistles. We just don't, uh, they're not mentioned uh, as active. So, uh, except in 1 Corinthians 14, and that's a, a little bit of a special case where Paul is not really being complimentary in how uh, the uh, Corinthians are handling miraculous gifts, which appeared by the book of Acts and 1 Corinthians 13 to be dying out. They were there more to link Christ in the early church than what we do now, uh, as seen in the rest of the epistles. They just aren't mentioned. So. That's a little bit of sidelight. It's all very a complicated issue, but there were people who seemed to act as tellers of the truth uh, in the oral tradition before we had the Bible in the early church. Some were evangelists uh, telling the forth the, the gospel, some pastors and some teachers. So what's this saying? Well, we need to finish the rest of the chapter or passage through verse 16 to fully understand. But I think what Paul is saying here is that based on uh, the fact that uh, the, the establishment of the church, Christ wanting to fill and everything, all in all, and again, a good word, synonym for fill in scripture is complete or mature. So Christ wanted to mature everything through the church and to accomplish this, he gave some as apostles and prophets and evangelists, pastors and teachers. All right. <clears throat> That's my opinion uh, from what I read in context and the rest of the scripture. Now, I think there's another strong opinion that this is part of the giftless theology held by many churches, that these are gifts that are still perhaps present today, and God gives to everyone a gift uh, that they can use for service, 1 Corinthians 7. Uh, the problem with this is, is that we know the churches that believe this but confess there aren't apostles and prophets, at least most of them. So they're becoming selective in what's being given. Also, there's no evidence in this passage that there are gifts as a package uh, that um, were given by God specifically. They, they seem to be more uh, early maturity or talents or indistinct um, sort of um, helps from God. The word gift back in verse 7 and 8 is not the typical word used for gift, for giftless charisma, but doma related to salvation. And that's separated out of context. So it, it's, I think it's over, um, over doing it or exaggerating it to say that these are specific gifts. The text just doesn't um, support it. So uh, there are the giftless passages in the same way charisma doesn't really, isn't really supported in the Greek to being a specific package kit. So I think I'm in the minority on this, but see what you think as we go through the package and please make up your own mind. Again, as we go, I'll try to give both sides of how people look at this package. All right, let's stop there. We'll uh, move into verse 12 next time. Please come back uh, 
fascinating passage and very instructive. I hope to see you then. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ephesians Verse by Verse. We hope you found Dr. Stewart's teachings both interesting and informative. Join us next time for another exciting episode in Ephesians. To listen to all episodes, please visit our website, teliosresearch.com, T-E-L-E-I-O-S-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. Thank you.